guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So we're going to go into Genesis 27 today, and I'll warn you ahead of time, it's a crazy story, and it, there's a lot that we are missing. We have to be missing some stuff in this story, because it's it's kind of crazy. In fact, let me just take you right to Genesis 27. So the story here is you've got Isaac, who is now old, he has gotten blind, and he's hungry. And Esau makes really good venison. And so he's like, son, I'm hungry. Will you get me some? He's like, I got you. And so during that time, uh, Rebecca sees this as an opportunity to be able to bless her son, Jacob, their son, Jacob, with the birthright. And so he confuses him. They puts a red hairy garment on him and he goes and, and they, they seem to trick Isaac into giving Jacob the birthright blessing. And then Esau comes back. He's like, what? What happened here? Hey, I just went to get you some stew, some venison, and all of a sudden he has the birthright and he has the blessings of that. And Isaac then says, uh, yeah, they confused me and they they uh, tricked me, I guess, if you want to say that, but I'm going to stick with that because Rebecca had that revelation early on about how the elder will serve the younger. So in the Come Follow Me, it says this statement, I think it's interesting, it says, were Rebecca and Jacob wrong to deceive Isaac? We don't know the reasons behind the approach Rebecca and Jacob used to obtain a blessing for Jacob. It is helpful to remember, this is a key element through the whole Old Testament, that the Old Testament as we now have it is incomplete. There may be information missing from the original records that would explain what might seem troubling to us. However, we do know, and I mentioned this, that it was God's will for Jacob to receive the blessing from Isaac because Rebekah had a revelation that Jacob was to rule over Esau. After Isaac acknowledged that he had blessed Jacob instead of Esau, he affirmed that Jacob shall be blessed, suggesting that God's will had been accomplished. And so this story, like I said, it gets confusing. And if you understand that uh, we may have some stuff missing, but it still comes out. To, and I've seen a lot of people say, wait, how could a prophet of God be deceived like that? And that then can start causing people to wonder. It's like, well, if prophets can be deceived and tricked to confused, then what good is my having faith in them and listening to them? So I just recently, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Keith Erickson. Keith Erickson is a church historian. He was over the Church uh, Museum of History, and uh, he gave a devotional recently at Ensign College, formerly known as LDS Business College. But it was a phenomenal devotional. I would recommend every member of the church watching this. I'll put the link to it in in, uh, in the comments. But uh, Brother Erickson's talk is called Expectations of a Prophet. And he just talks about some of his experiences working as a historian and how we often start getting expectations of individuals. And if you've done much studying about expectations, when we have expectations about other people and for them to act a certain way, it gets very difficult and very confusing and very frustrating for us. So um, Brother Erickson's talk, let me just show you one little clip of it here that I think you'll appreciate with regards to this. So take just a couple minutes and uh, listen to Brother Erickson's words here. One very unhelpful expectation is that prophets don't make mistakes. The only person to live a mistake-free life was Jesus Christ. For their part, prophets are well aware of their own shortcomings. Moses worried about his inadequacies in speaking, and Moroni felt the same about his writing. 
Joseph Smith declared, I never told you I was perfect. And he reported his errors and published his divine rebukes. President Nelson observed of all general authorities, we recognize them as instruments in the hand of the Lord, yet realize that they are ordinary human beings. They require haircuts, laundry services, and occasional reminders, just like everyone else. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland added that imperfect people are all God has ever had to work with. That must be terribly frustrating for him, but he deals with it. So should we. Latter-day Saint doctrine does not include a provision that a prophet is infallible. We should also not expect that prophets do not get tricked. Isaac's son Jacob came in disguise to claim his brother's birthright blessing. And Jacob later was led to believe his son Joseph had been killed. A series of dastardly forgeries in the 1980s fooled nearly everyone, from historians to document dealers to church leaders. After losing the Book of Mormon manuscript, Joseph was told simply, you cannot always tell the wicked from the righteous. The message was not, one day you will learn how to identify the wicked, just you cannot. Later in his life, Joseph was deceived by persons brought into his inner circle of confidence. Of course, it's possible to cite instances when prophets disagreed, made mistakes, and got tricked, but those actions are incomplete without understanding that prophets serve through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. His grace is sufficient to bring them to unanimity, refine their souls, and succor them. He is merciful and gracious and long-suffering. Another expectation often assumed of prophets is that they know everything about the future with the implication that they are just waiting for us or toying with us. While it is true that God reveals some of his secrets to prophets and that some prophets, including Moses, Enoch, and Nephi, received sweeping visions, that does not mean that every prophet knows everything about everything. Nephi went after the plates, not knowing beforehand the things which he should do. Peter received a vision about unclean food and only later understood it to be about proclaiming the gospel. During his first vision, Joseph was told not to join any churches without being instructed what he should do. God has emphasized throughout Scripture that his ways are higher than our ways, that there are hidden things which no man knew. Our expression of belief that God will yet reveal many great and important things pertaining to the kingdom of God means that we also believe the current prophets do not yet know some great and important things. Not only do prophets not know everything, but the things they do know are not always spelled out for them. Sometimes, yes, the will of the Lord is unmistakably clear. But like every Latter-day Saint, prophets must also study, ponder, pray, and wrestle. As the mouthpiece of the Lord, they do not simply open their mouths and the word of God flows out. Sometimes, Revelation has come as dictated wording, but prophets also receive inspiration 
feelings and impressions that they must put into words and actions. Sometimes they explore paths that don't work out. Nephi first asked for the plates and then offered to purchase them. Joseph Smith followed financial leads that failed to materialize. The means and methods of missionary work have changed over time. So what about the idea that the prophet will never lead the church astray? The wording in this expectation comes from a statement made by Wilford Woodruff when announcing the end of plural marriage. But over time, additional assumptions have been attached that the practices of the church should never change and that following prophetic counsel should cause no suffering. But the practices of a living church led by the living Christ are supposed to change line upon line as part of the ongoing restoration. Isn't that why we say we need a living prophet? And instead of a free pass from suffering, discipleship routinely involves trials and refinement. What did Sam get for following the counsel of his prophet father Lehi and his brother Nephi? Beaten up, his property stolen, his life threatened, and a copy of the scriptures. The promise of Jesus to his disciples is not freedom from pain, but that all pains and sorrows and afflictions will, like the sting of death, be swallowed up in his power and love and grace. In its complete original context, Wilford Woodruff's teaching emphasized that the prophet would not, and this is the bottom line on the screen, the prophet would not lead people astray from the oracles or revelations of God and from their duty. Prophets will not lead us away from their true witness of Jesus Christ, from his revelations, or from the path, however hard it may be, to follow him. I love that. In fact, like I said, I would recommend you you watching the entire thing. The talk itself is about 20, 25 minutes or so. Um, but the whole idea of this is, yes, we are led by individuals who are imperfect. There's only been one perfect person on this earth, and that's Jesus Christ. And the rest of us are doing our absolute best with the light and knowledge we have, and we're trying our hardest. And I have faith in these men, and I am grateful for them. And I have faith in God that he also is in charge, that he will work with individuals who work with imperfect individuals like myself, like others, and he will help us through that process as we show confidence, faith, and prayer on behalf of these individuals. And so uh, I love that. God will not let a prophet lead us astray, nor will he lead us astray. And I'm, I'm just, I'm grateful for that message. And I was reading this Genesis 27, that came to my mind, and I, I hope that helps you out. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.